Good grief! Oh, ho, 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 ho. that's right, it's episode 14 of Talking Nuts and Peanuts podcast. I am 50% of your magnificent co-host, I'm the Chief. I'm joined, as always, by the man across the airwaves. It's you. Hey, Chief. It's Parky. How are things? Oh, how you doing? Yeah, good. You always seem relieved that I'm here. <laughs> well, there's always going to be a time when I give the shout out and it just comes back as tumbleweed. Yeah. yeah I don't know what yeah. happens. Well, yeah, got to carry it by yourself. Got to carry the can. I think you carry the can most weeks anyway. But uh. <laughs> No, don't say that. Don't say that. Um, how have you been? Yes, yeah, good. Good. Good week. Um, good week. Halloween and up, I guess. Oh, I yes. Yes. Yeah, I, no. I don't. I don't. I don't. Um, been trying to suss out a few pumpkin patches to go to on okay. Tuesday. Um, now, so, you, you have know. sent me some of your Halloween outfit dilemmas in terms yes. of choosing character and how to get into that role, really manifest yourself into that character. Uh, have yeah. you finally settled on one? Are you able to spill the beans? This uh, episode will drop Tuesday at about 7am on Halloween. So on are Halloween. you able to spill the beans now? Yeah, so uh, we went out Yeah, we went out last night. So last night was Saturday. Um, we're recording now Sunday. Um, yep. That's the way the week works. And yeah, Carl Spackler. Carl Spackler, Bill Murray's character from Caddyshack. Yep. Uh, it's, a good, it's a good one to go with because... I don't have any hair, so. Oh, you've already done it. You did it last night. You're not. Did it last night? Ah, no, 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 no. Um, Tuesday night, I'll be sitting in or trying to go to you know a a pumpkin patch somewhere to try and welcome the great welcome the great pumpkin. Yes. So yeah, it was was last night. It was um, me and Lucy, not the Lucy, decided that it was going to be very tricky to find two characters from the same movie um, that we could both do easily. Um, where the male character I was either wearing a hat or was bald. You know, we googled '80s movies with Bruce Willis, but of course, he, you know, even '88 when he did Die Hard, he still had, you know, he, you know, he had still had hair. Yeah, yeah, he was, it was receding, but you know. Yes. Um, so in the end, it was Carl Spackler. He has a hat. You could. I had the green trousers already. Just had to get like a, a sage green t-shirt. Um, yeah. I had some black boots. Yes. Um, and but but the the the, the, um, the pièce de résistance, which of course you know no one. I, I, was, I was out for probably a bunch of twenty somethings, thirty somethings. Yes, uh, they, they've never seen Caddyshack. No. I don't think. Of course they idiots. Um, so my pièce de résistance, which was a hand puppet, it was <laughs> it was a it was a red squirrel hand puppet that looked. It was the the hand puppet I could find that was a about ten quid or less, yep. and b looked like at least at least was the same color as the gopher. Yes. From from Caddyshack, so yeah, it was go. great. So I was dancing on the dance floor. Did you pull Bill Murray faces? I tried. I tried. I think I've got a general kind of like resting Bill Murray face anyway. Like I'm okay. obviously you yeah. know, not, not as handsome as um, Mr. Murray, but um, yeah, I've got that kind of like, especially his character where he's like a little bit lost, you know, yes. stoned on his yes. um, on his Kentucky bluegrass and yes. um, northern Cancerilla, northern California <laughs> Sensibilla hybrid grass, which is yeah, yeah. yeah. But other than that, yeah. So I've just I've also just watched Witches of Eastwick. So they're, they're my two kind of Halloween things. They're out the right. way now. And is that still that that still holds up? Obviously, you've just watched it. It what Lucy, not the Lucy. She really loved it. I I, I sort of kind of failed to get the kind of the point of it in the end. Mm, okay. But I did like it mostly because Jack Nicholson is just yes. an absolute legend, and yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer is, is very attractive. Yeah, there you um, go. But yeah, yeah. How about yourself? You've been you've uh, had a busy you've had a busy week. Well, I've just done three days straight at London MCM Comic Con, and I do feel like I am coming down with the con lurgy. So, you know, you spend that much time around sweaty geeks, then you will come down with some kind of illness. That's a fact. That's actual fact. No, that's actual fact. It's not like 
conjecture or assumptions. That's just fact. Draw a line. Is it? it? That's fact. Yeah. So Death how many taxes and Conlurgy? How many people go to Comic Con and how many people are going to be signing off work tomorrow because they have got all the, of them. The Conlurgy. Um, I don't know. Friday was. I normally go to fry on Friday as a punter because I yeah. find it is less busy because for most people that's a working day. Yeah. So uh, me uh, <laughs> in my choosing to non-work phase uh, is is a good day to go. But I was there just kind of scoping out stuff. Um, had to talk to the fine people at whatnot about my show on Saturday because if you're not aware, um, one of the fastest new growing selling platforms for for collectibles and geekdom is this thing called whatnot, all one word, and it's an app and it's basically a live stream selling marketplace. So think whatnot, I uh, think uh, eBay on crack. It, it's basically 30 second auctions where someone puts an item on the screen and you swipe to bid. There's a live communal chat and it's just on and on and on. And I was doing a, they had a presence, they had a really big stand, one of the biggest stands at the con, at the event. And I was doing a, was invited to do a live show on Saturday on the stage to sell comics uh, under my selling name, Armour Geekden. You can find me on whatnot there. And yeah, so I was scoped there Friday, scoping it out, asking some technical questions, making a nuisance of myself. Then I did my yeah. show Saturday, in which I was the first ever. Uh, and now whatnot's been going for three years in the States. Millions, mil- multi-million items have been sold. Multi-million streams have been done. And I was the first ever person to make hummus live on a whatnot stream. <laughs> So I decided that during my stream, I would uh, do a giveaway. You do giveaways quite a lot during your streams. I did a follower giveaway, which you can run for up to five minutes, which people can enter, and then just it pull, randomly pulls a winner at the end. And I decided, can I make hummus live on, on stream in five minutes? And the answer was, yes, I could. So I took on a mini chopper, olive oil, some chickpeas, a bit of salt and pepper. Uh, and then I also bought some potato chips, and I put them out on the side so people could come along and sample my hummus. And then yep. I did another challenge during my giveaway as well, where I went to the donut dudes live in my stream, which is a, a donut selling stand, and I bought two of their donuts. Donuts as big as your face. Yep. And if you've got a big face, that means they're a big donut. So I bought <laughs> two of their donuts. I bought the Homer, which is the classic pink sprinkled donut that Homer eats on The Simpsons. And I bought yep. a Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a non-ring stuffed caramel donut with a massive like Cadbury's caramel bar on top can I eat those two donuts in five minutes on a live stream if I puke my guts up live on air everyone gets free stuff so there's incentive for people to cheer me on to to puke my guts up and I did it I ate those two donuts in about four minutes 30 and then I think I did puke but luckily it was off stream when it finished so I didn't owe anyone anything (laughs) in your mouth a little bit yeah yeah so that was my Saturday and today I took the kid up and I was knackered. And um, we, we went around. She bought some cat badges and cat stickers and stuff. We came on at lunchtime. And now here I am recording with you. And as soon as we finish, Parky, I'm going to bed. Yeah, yeah I, I, me too, actually. It's been it's been a busy, busy weekend. I just want to say like how much I love the story of you making hummus. Because you seem to be able to quite seamlessly combine food <laughs> with, with geekdom. In that I remember when we used to go to the cinema... Yes. Me and yourself, and we used ah, to go to the yeah. Odeon in Guildford, and yeah. then you'd have a bag, um, and then as soon as the film started, out from your bag, you would bring like a massive batch of like homemade sushi. Yeah, I did, <laughs> and one sit, time sit. I did homemade sushi, another time I took a bowl, uh, a full box of cereal, and like a two pintner of milk, and bought myself a massive <laughs> bowl of cereal, and then the best one ever is 
at the back of the cinema there's some power sockets so i took in a breville sandwich toaster <laughs> and i made myself a breville sandwich <laughs> toasted sandwich i think it was cheese and might have been cheese and baked beans or something uh, in the back of the cinema and then i had that um but then someone did come and shut me down because they said fire risk but not before uh, i'd already made the sandwich I reckon they knew. I reckon they knew. Yeah. I reckon they they well, let you finish. Yeah. yeah. I because you know, I remember you saying that, and I think you remember you saying at one point, like my, my dream is to bring in like a George Foreman grill yeah, and yeah. like kind of make a yeah make like a sausage sandwich or something. So yeah. I didn't realise you'd actually kind of you know the well, f- or get done a, the Breville. Get like a Domino's pizza delivery. Aisle seven, yeah. seat six. <laughs> yep, that's me. We did bring in we did bring in a massive bag of chips once. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah Stinking yeah. the joint out. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love Lovely it. stuff. Lovely yeah, great times, great times. <laughs> Odeon, Odeon and Guildford, I don't know if that, I don't think that exists anymore. Does even the Odeon exist anymore? Yeah, that's still there, I think. Is it? Absolutely, yeah. We need to have a reunion meet up there. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, anyway. Now listen, apparently this is a Peen Hut's based podcast, I'm not too sure about that. Uh, yeah. But before we launch into Snack for the Show, I'm going to do it now before I forget. We have had some correspondence come in via the fax machine. I think this one was actually via the email. Uh, you can get in contact with us if you want to. Uh, you can reach us on... We talk peanuts at gmail.com, talking nuts on X for me Twitter, and talking peanuts on Instagram. But uh, on the email, we got uh, a message from our good buddy who seems to be messaging us quite a lot, and that is Mark. And he said, <laughs> Episode 13 Thoughts. I like the irony of giving you, your peanut butter a score of 10 or <laughs> 8.5 on bread, but the peanut strip itself, a score of 6.5. Uh, okay, yeah. and then he says, "When Parky played the guitar, it sounded an awful <laughs> lot like Speed, Speed Bonnie Boat," and he uh, presented a Wikipedia link uh, to that. <laughs> Elsewhere, the Peanuts Wiki side notes: Schroeder is playing Beethoven. Uh, so, and oh, in wow. fact, I've missed a beat here, Parky, because I did share that email with you uh, previously a couple of days ago, and I missed a beat because I completely forgot about it, and I didn't go and look up. Uh, speed Bonnie boat to see what that actually is. And if I was, if I was any kind of man, I would play that for you right now. Speed Bonnie boat like a bird on the wing. I did have um, I got because I've got this new like you know uh, non-digital phone that's also quite digital, but yes. So I, I can't click on the link on my phone, so I have to wait until <laughs> I sign. I have to wait till I signed on to like the internet and I can download WhatsApp web. Um, yes. And then I'll, then I'll click the link. Yeah, okay, yeah. So good, I'm, good, looking, good. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm glad it sounded like something, if I'm honest. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Not, not Beethoven, but thanks. But if you want to be, if you want to be uh, like excellent, Mark, you can get in contact with us at the places I've just mentioned. Uh, but with that in mind, uh, although this is not even a segue at all, uh, well, I want to talk about a snack <laughs> for the show. Peanut snacks for the show. Gonna eat some peanut snacks. Peanut snacks for the show. Gonna eat some peanut snacks. Oh yeah, peanut snacks on the peanut show. Gonna peanut show with the peanut snacks right now. Hopefully, Parky, you've got a snack. I have got a snack, Chief, and it's it's one I've been looking forward. I bought it about a week and a half ago. Can you hear that? Um, and it was. I think I'm not sure how often Aldi do this or all die yep. and they um they so they've got this it's it's coca it's called it's the harvest morn which is the aldi um cereal brand um and it's called coco peanut it's called coco peanut butterballs um that is the way i'm gonna have to send you a picture aren't i um yeah you I'll are do that, i'll do that right now you, and you'll see from like the kind of the um the font that that is exactly how it sounds it's coco peanut yep. butterballs um okay. And so basically, yeah, it's, it's, it's a chocolate peanut butter cereal. 
Um, I have been agonising since we started the podcast. I've been agonising how much I should pour myself because obviously a full bowl of cereal yes. is going to take you know a good few minutes to eat. Um, so I'm going to have shit. Well, it depends what their it depends what their, their uh, liquid soaking qualities are. Because obviously you, you could true. pour it now, leave them in there, and after we finish recording, they could be just like you poured them out of the bowl, or they could be like mush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They feel like dry. They feel quite firm. Smell I mean, good. I'm hoping that they come out of the packet dry, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, some are. So there's two. There's two shades. Uh, one is sort of kind of a a very light brown, and the other sort of a slightly darker brown, which I imagine one is the peanut butter flavor balls. One is the cocoa flavor balls. So they're made yep. with made with real peanut butter and cocoa. The um good. Good. the <laughs> the uh, the the traffic light. Um, on the front, we got we got four orange, one red. Okay, um, no red greens, is, good. No greens, yeah, we don't want greens um, when you're doing peanut butter. No. It's um, yeah, it's got a fairly decent. I think list. I think that's we we you know there's a lot of stuff that is impossible. You know, you don't find a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow, and also <laughs> I don't think you could ever find a green on a peanut based snack. If you find a green on a peanut based snack, I am not eating yeah. that. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, yeah, well, there, there's a, there's a um, there's something for people to uh, email into us and, desk, and research. Do, uh, desk, desk research it on uh, whichever search engine you want. One thing I could say is say is about this is we're coming into the darker months now in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. Um, thirty per serving, thirty six percent of your recommended daily amount of vitamin D. So, Excellent. Um, I, I'll yeah, tell you yeah. what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. This will keep you keep your spunk up, yep. as they say. So I, I eat. I was going to have this chief with um with our recently discovered peanut punch. But Ooh, I did yeah. think I did. I didn't think I'd be able to fully get the, no. you know, the kind of the, to be able to, you know, test this. Listen, um, that is great thinking, Parky. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah. you yeah. I mean, you are yes, yes. We, we need to up be, in we, my estimation. They're at least 0.5 percent. 100.5 percent. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm having this. So yeah, of course, this you know, this all has to be scientific. Yeah. Um, so I'm having this as uh, with my Actileaf soya um, milk. Um, okay. We don't have we don't have cow's milk in the house. No. Um, so it's going on. Same, uh, same. Don't want none of that cow breast milk. No. So the the milk doesn't change colour immediately. Um, all right, let's, let's go for it. Yeah, right. do it. I've got now, an even amount another of another big, big, big important question on everyone's lips here, Parky, is mm-hmm. what kind of size spoon do you like to use when you're eating cereal? Mm. So it would be your average size tablespoon. Okay. Yeah, not a dessert spoon or what, right. what those big things, you know, those big ones like serving spoon. Right, okay. Yeah. I imagine you use one of those, Chief. <laughs> as much on that spoon as I can get, please. Exactly. Yeah. I don't use spoons. <laughs> don't these use are ladles. These, 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 these are my hands. I drink the cereal. Yeah. <laughs> the bowl is my spoon. There you go. Mm, wow. Now, mm-hmm. talk to me. Mm. Well, you can't. He's got a mouthful. That's bad manners. This is good. I'll tell you what, when you're chewing. Yeah. They got the consistency of Maltesers. Ooh, mm. which isn't bad. This Actually, is just just what you want at like eight pm as you're going to be going to bed soon. <laughs> ramp up the sugar. Yeah, nice. They, this is good. It's what was, my, my biggest fear is it's going to be overly sweet and a bit sickly. Okay, that is not the case. Um, these we are, are going to need these two are very scores tasty. here. Obviously, we're going to need a cereal score and we're going to need a peanut snack score. Mm-hmm. Actually, we're going to need three scores. I'll tell you why in a minute. Please do. Right, so as a peanut snack, yes, 
I'm going to give this 7 out of 10. Now, listen, listen, I mean, we need some clarity here. When, when, we, when we say peanut snack, are we on the assumption that you've got all the accoutrements with you, that you've got a bowl and milk, or you've got toast and a knife, that you've got the stuff mm -hmm. needed to make that product into a peanut-based snack? Yeah, or, yeah, are yeah. We, or are we gauging the awkwardness of it being a snack? No, no, I think, I think the, whatever that French word you used, yeah, yeah. With with, with that, I think <laughs> you got the great. accoutrements. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Some things you just have to. Some peanut products you just have to eat with other yeah. non-peanut products, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay, fine. So yeah. we're assuming you've got the stuff at hand, ready for this snack to go, go, go. Yeah. So what did I give it? Seven. I can't remember. Yeah. So let's say yeah. seven. If it's seven, I stand by seven. If I gave okay. it a six, I'm raising that to seven. Okay. Seven as um, a peanut snack. Okay, mm -hmm. that's good. That's good. As a cereal. Yeah. I'm gonna give it five. Oh, no, if you do that, you've got to give me at least two cereals that are better. Cocoa Pops and Crunchy yeah. Nut Corn Flakes. Okay, it was easy, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Brown Flakes, I can give you a good number. Okay. And the third score, Yeah. thanks to Mark, I'm going to grade this as a, <laughs> as a peanuts strip. Okay. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of ten. Because there's no Charlie strip. Brown, there's no Snoopy, mm -hmm. there's no gags. <laughs> Actually, one of the uh, the lighter brown ones are such. I mean, they're so perfectly round. It could like sort of be Charlie Brown's head. It's gone up but to one. It's gone up. It's gone up to point five. Point five. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have an unsophisticated scoring system, <laughs> but factually correct. But factually, but factually correct. Scientifically proved. Yeah. Factually yeah. correct. Yeah. Desk <laughs> research and everything. <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> um, right. Well, listen. Let's do it. Let's crack into November nineteen fifty-one. Let's do it. I'm just having the, the, the milk at the bottom. Yeah, you slurp up that at the bottom, and then yeah. after this finishes, you'll pour yourself another bowl. Um, what, oh, what sort of, what's, the, what's the RRP on this box? RRP? Yeah. Or what, what are you paying for it in your local supermarché? I think that was 80p. Holy smokes. I thought you were going to tell me it was one of the like, American candies. It's like £5 a box. No, no, no. This is Aldi, mate. I don't think oh, anything costs more than £5 at Aldi. Holy um, smokes. I'm going down yeah. there tomorrow to get one. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I recommend it. It's, it's, and it's orange, so it's got a kind of bit of a sort of Halloween feel to it. Bit of a I'm going to see if I can do a whole box in a day. You reckon that's possible? I no. Reckon, I reckon it's possible to have a full co cocoa peanut butter balls based diet. <laughs> well, if Parky <laughs> says it, it must be true. I'm trying it, Parky. I'm trying it. I think you can, you know, you can get enough diversity with your milk types. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's a. All right, that's, a, that's, that's my next diet. diet. That's my next weekly diet. Uh, and I'll do one box a day, so I'll buy, I'm going to go to Aldi and buy seven boxes tomorrow. <laughs> Don't think I won't. Don't think that's I won't. Not, well, it's four pound ninety or whatever, and that's yeah, your. I'll send uh, you the pictures. Your... Listen, Please do. listen. <laughs> uh, we closed off last week, or maybe we didn't close off at all. But at some point last week, we discussed that there were three Halloween strips in a row, and they spilt over uh, mm -hmm. like some milk coming out of Parky's bowl into <laughs> November 1951 on the first of November, and yep. it's an absolute banger of a strip. Yeah. And but, what I will say, actually, what we haven't done, should we do our reflections on the month? Do you think, first of all? Yeah, I could do this quite quickly. Actually, I think I've, I've not written a lot down. I just, I, I just, I like the month. I, I just, I'll just put seven out of ten. I don't think I put anything. Oh, apart from the fact that there's one, there's that one strip, and I imagine we both got it down as something to talk about. Um, yes, which is that that the, the first kind of airing of of, oh, yeah. of the sort of peanuts yeah. gag, which yeah. doesn't. It's not like um, I guess it's not like the the the, the subsequent ones, but it's the first no. time. It Correct. happens. I think we both know what we're talking about. We'll come to that in a sec. But yeah, 
good month, seven out of ten, solid. Yeah, a lot of laughs. Um, how about yourself? Yeah, I'll probably go similar. I've written down a couple of notes here. Uh, Charles Schultz's drawings seem to be a little bit more detailed. I know we've noticed that progression coming along in the last few months, and I think here, just looking at those first two stri- or three strips, you know, yeah. you can definitely see. You know, he's obviously someone sent him a fresh batch of ink because he's using a lot more pen work here. Uh, totally, which, totally. Which is, which is nice to see. And then the three notes I've written down, there's a lot of strips about Charlie Brown getting slammed by the girls. Yeah. Uh, there's multiple strips about croquet, of all things. And there's <laughs> multiple telephone strips. Well, I think actually there's only two of those. But those are the three things that, that spoke out to me. Telephone strips, croquet, and Charlie Brown getting nailed by the girls. Well, I shouldn't yeah. say that. Getting uh, put down by the girls. Getting put down. But listen, yeah, yeah, strip yeah. one, look, I'm setting the scene. Strip one, Charlie Brown mm. uh, knocking on a door. You see a knock-knock uh, in text and in onomatopoeia, I should say. And he's standing on the front step and in his normal stuff. He's not dressed in Halloween clothes. He's got his Charlie Brown shirt on, which later on, I see him in like a smoking jacket or a dinner jacket <laughs> later on. But anyway, we'll come to that. I've got, and, I've, got, I've got that written down. Yeah, and he's got his tongue out. <laughs> now, what tongue are you saying he's got here? This is a new Charlie Brown tongue. This is a yeah. new tongue of Charlie Brown. This Tongues is not Charlie concentration. Brown. This is not effort. This is, there's nothing. But slight excitement in his eyes. Poss- yeah, possibly. Yeah. It's a new, yeah, it's definitely a new tongue of Charlie he's Brown. Got, he's got a bag of swag. So he's obviously been trick-or-treating already. Knock, knock. Then panel two, side on, and Patty answers the door. And Charlie Brown says, tricks or treats, money or eats. Now I'm using that. You better believe I'm using that on Tuesday. And she says, what? And the people are going to say to me, what? As well. <laughs> tricks or treats, money or eats. Pluralize it. Love that. Panel three, uh, she's now pushing him back almost with her, with her um, leaning forward. And she says, get out of here. Halloween was yesterday. So immediately the gang's funny. And then panel four slams the door in Charlie Brown's face and he says, I'm still hungry. Brilliant. <laughs> I love it. I think I said last week that out of all the Halloween gags, that yeah. was the, the funniest. Although when I went back and saw the obviously the, the carving of the pumpkin and her using Charlie Brown as a model. Yes. It, it, I'll I mean, actually go back and say it for a second. Oh, that doesn't get much better. But yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just love the fact that Char- the audacity of Charlie Brown is always trying to... <laughs> Uh, pull a fast one or scam himself or get something out of it. And he wants to get um, more Halloween uh, um, treats the day yeah. after. And then also the last panel, I'm still hungry. He's not getting fed at home. No. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it's really reminds me, one of the reasons I love this is it really reminds me of, um, there's like a quite a famous Jerry Seinfeld stand-up um, routine that you can right. buy. Um, and there's one, he goes, when you're a kid, he says, um, and this is where I try and retell a comedian's joke and do it really badly. Okay. But um, yeah, See, yeah, as yeah. A reference yeah. Eddie Murphy Raw. Gani Google. I did it yesterday. I tried retelling uh, a gag from something and it just fell so flat on its face. And then I was thinking to myself, oh, you're that guy in Eddie Murphy Raw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I'm, despite all those warnings, I'm going to yeah. persist with this. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so yeah, this, it just reminded me of the Seinfeld strip. Where he says, "When you're a kid, it's like your only goal in life is to to get candy. Like you yeah. just want to get candy." So he says, "When you first hear of the concept of Halloween, it's like what everyone's giving away candy free. What do I do to be part of this? I can wear that." <laughs> and it's like, it's like, so he's like saying that, like you know, the whole reason why kids get dressed up is just simply yeah. as a ploy to get. Exactly. Candy, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's why yeah. I just love that. I love that Charlie Brown. It just, yeah, it sort of reminded me of that. Very cool. Reminded Very me cool. of that. Yeah, yeah. What else have you got, Chief? Well, I'm going straight into um, 
the, the, it's not not too. Oh, I like the second one as well, where Charlie Brown. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but he's looking out the window and he says, "Oh, it's snowing," and he gets all his stuff ready and he comes outside and Panel Four is like, "Oh, it's melted." So that is the fastest <laughs> melting snow I've ever seen. Because in Panel One, it's there, and in Panel Four, it's gone. So that is a good one. Um, but I actually wanted to quickly discuss November the fifth, and Patty's walking along and she's got a big question mark uh, speech bubble, and Charlie Brown's in the back. Just standing still. He's kind of looking nonplussed, a little bit sad. He's got a cowboy hat on. And I'm like, what's he wearing on his feet there? And then panel two, she says, say, you've been standing in the same spot for the last half hour. What's wrong? And he's not really talking. And then panel three, she's in the squat, heavy squat position, uh, building up her hammies and, and her quads. And then he's put one foot out and he said, it's these new cowboy boots. And you're like, oh, yeah, I see he's got cowboy boots, which go up to his waist. Um <laughs> And then in panel four, he says, I can't bend my knees. <laughs> so he's just put these boots on in the middle of a field yeah. because otherwise he wouldn't be able to walk there. And now he can't move because his boots go right up to his waist. Groin boots. I love, I mean, I, yeah, I had this one as one to talk about as well because I just love, like, I mean, what was, his, what was the end goal here? Was it like, is, is he just going to stand there until he gets moved or, or will he, like, try and get them off and, and then walk home in his, in his socks? I don't yeah. know. But I just yeah. love the fact that he's just stood there. Yeah, so, yeah this really made me laugh. Well, I don't reckon he can never get them off. No. I, I reckon he struggled to get them on and now I reckon he's, now he's done. He's done yeah. for. <laughs> yeah. he's got like he's got like I think you touched it a second ago um, we'll go into that in a sec but like his, he's got a lot of wardrobe changes yes um, absolutely in in this month um, yeah. I love it loads of new clothes um, go yeah. on what you got well should we go should we go into the to the 14th of November I'm sure, we've, I'm sure we both have this one let's do it so this is this is the first showing of the um, the ball being moved as he goes to kick it Football game. Um, which what we is, should do yeah, is this would be quite quick to do. We should make a little tally gate system of baseball strips versus football strips. I like that. So we'll go That's back a... through and find all the baseball ones. And we'll get a little score, and then so we've got one tally mark here for the football. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's do that. What about golf? Should we just do f- baseball and, and football? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many golf we're going to get. Okay. <laughs> all right. So yeah. So anyway, we have. So the, 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 I guess this is. It's not quite the same as. Um, well, let's just go for it and then, and then we'll chat about it. So we've got in the first frame, we've got Violet and she's she's holding the ball. She's got a finger on the ball yep. and uh, she's perspiring and she's looking out of frame, at, uh, you know, Charlie Brown, who's going to be running up and she says, he'll kick my hand. I know he will. And then the second frame, you see Charlie Brown running towards it. He's got the tongue of Charlie Brown, the concentration tongue, um, speed from his shoes indicating that he's running fast. Yep. Um, and Violet like turns her head away, lifts her hand off the ball. I can't go through with it. Charlie Brown, the ball's on the floor. Charlie Brown's taken a swipe. He's obviously missed the ball. There's no resistance on his foot. He's he's going arse over tit. Um, he's got a big question mark. He's got a con- concerned look on his face as he's about to fly up in the air. And then, I mean, he's taken a really hammering from this fall because in the fourth, the fourth frame, <laughs> he I mean, he's got mashed. He's got what two black eyes there. Yeah. He's got he's seeing stars. Um, his tongue, his tongue's out. He's got the injured tongue of Charlie Brown, um, and he's got his, his arms spread out. And he's and then Violet says, "You didn't kick the ball, Charlie Brown. Why didn't you kick it?" Um, so obviously, like you know, it's, this is like a famous gag. It, like it's, it's a, I'm not sure how many times Violet does it, but it, it becomes a gag that that Lucy does. Um, and I guess the main difference, I guess in in future, is that Lucy like kind of moves the ball on on purpose. She doesn't. Yeah. It's not like out of fear of being hit. It's like out of like trying to make a chump out of Charlie Brown, which yes. is, isn't yeah. that difficult. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just it's just a, an, an iconic one, and I, lo- and, yes. I, and I love it for that. What I couldn't work it, out, yeah, is is he is he left footed or right footed here? I'm guessing he's right-footed because Violet's on the left-hand side of the ball. Sorry, he's left-footed because Violet's on the left-hand side of the ball. But um, oh, that's a great shout from Parkinson. Yeah, yeah. I could, don't could, know. Could, don't know. That out. Now, is this one of those ones where is the is the speech bubble in panel two necessary, or does it does it tell you too much? Where she says, "I can't go through with it." Well, uh, I get I, I, yeah. I, I kind of I do sort of kind of see it uh, like. Like if if that wasn't there and she was just had her hand turning away, yeah, no, I think I think the first the first speech bubble does that. I think you're right, chief. I think it's probably not, yeah. not really necessary. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, All right. A um, couple of ones that I want to point out for talking points. I've got a real beef with Charlie Brown on this one. I'm telling you, real no. beef with him. <laughs> November the ninth. They're sitting at a table, yeah. Patty and Charlie Brown, and uh, Patty <laughs> says to Charlie Brown, uh, "Did you wash your hands, Charlie Brown?" And again, I'm saying. They, no one ever calls him Charlie. They all call him Charlie Brown. Um, it's incredible. So and he wonder, calls himself Charlie Brown, doesn't he? Do you remember he calls himself Charlie that? Brown. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Panel two. Why should I? I'm not going to touch anything. I'll be using a fork. So Charlie Brown's being smart, you idiot, Patty. I'm using a fork. Then she says in panel three, what about bread? You'll have to use your hands to eat that. And he looks down at the bread. Then panel four, he's in the bathroom. Very short boy because he's on a massive stool. Um, <laughs> and he says, rats. So panel gets a massive uptick because he says rats. But then he says something which I can never, ever agree with. He says, bread isn't worth it. Now, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Bread <laughs> is, if you took breaded products away from the chief, I would probably jump off a bridge. <laughs> if you think I'm joking, I'm not. So, if I, I become agree. some kind of gluten intolerant or something like that, then you will, yeah, that's it. You can end me. It's a real, it's a real blockhead thing to say. Like, I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't just love? Oh, sorry for all the celiacs who are listening to this. Yeah. Um, and Unlucky. you know, yeah. <laughs> but I love. I absolutely love bread. Like yeah. it's just the best. And Any I love the kind, kind of breaded if, product. If you have a lot of it, I just love that kind of nice. Yeah. coma feeling you get afterwards that's it you um, got it you got yeah, it yeah yeah you can uh, it. yeah uh, the other chief the other talking point i want to look at is november the 15th charlie brown must have started school because last time we heard him say i'm not even in school him yeah. and patty were she was running we're going to be late we're going to be late and she said he said for what and she said for school and he's like oh why am i running i'm not even in school so they could just be in the library here but the 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 the, the the strip is actually really funny anyway, so we'll go through the strip because he sat behind Patty and he's leaning forward, he's kind of whispering in her ear, Psst, Patty, what's the answer to, to the first question? And she leans back, she says, true. Okay, fine. <laughs> then panel two, he's like, what's the answer to the second question? And she's like, false. And he's like, I'm thinking, is he going to ask this for every question? <laughs> and then number three, she, he says, I bet you think I'm pretty stupid. And she says, true. <laughs> and number four, but you'll give me all the answers, won't you? False. <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah. getting angry at the end as well she is getting angry I, I, I really like that one as well um, clever, I, had that, clever I, I had that one down as one of my the funniest I thought the funniest of the month so um, we, we, he's in school now and somehow he's like a this, I don't get this because he's obviously a year behind Patty because he wasn't in school she was but now he's in the same class as her so he's either now a super genius and he skipped a year <laughs> or she's a dunce and she's been put back a year <laughs> this is yeah I think it's probably the, the second one um, right. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, he's not a super genius. He's not, he's not a super genius. He's rugged. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly it. It's sort of this weird sort of peanuts thing, isn't it? Where 
everyone's sort of kind of converging onto the yeah. same age, aren't they? You know, Schroeder's grown up well quickly. Yes. Um, However, I will say I went to an uh, an infant school where no, it's primary school where there were two year groups taught at the same time. No. In the same class, yeah. Really? Yeah. Which one were you in? <laughs> Which, I, mean, I was, were you well, I was in both. Or, or at, some point, <laughs> at some point, I was in both. That makes, that makes absolute sense. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they are converging on the same age. Um, yeah. That's when yeah. they gave you a glass of milk at school. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, those days. Who took that away? Yeah, um, uh, yeah what, what you got next? So for, for me, so actually just while we're, while we're kind of going through the months, just a quick, a quick talking point. Um, yes. 12th of November. Okay. Chuck's on the phone. Loving the phone posi- the, the seating positions while he's on the phone. Very grown up. Yes. Look at the, look at two and three, like especially number three. I think it's classic. Oh, the thirteenth of November. This one, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. The th- oh, it's the thirteenth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah the thirteenth of November. Yeah, yeah. It's just that. Um, yeah, yeah. Foot on the knee. Um, yeah, lounge back. It's almost like it. he's in the Wolf of Wall Street trying to close a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, and yeah, so that's just one thing. I just sort of kind of a quick talking point. But the next strip I want to go through is I I I think, I think this is. For me, this is quite a. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if it, I'd call it like a landmark. I think I'm probably overplaying it by calling it like right. a bit of a landmark moment. Cool. But I will. It's on the. So it's the 19th of November. I got this one down as well. So good taste. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I love this. Um, so we see Charlie Brown in another one of his new kind of fall autumn outfits, um, walking with Patty. A lot of lot of Chuck and Patty in this month, um, which I love. Um, so he's saying everybody's buying television these days television sets these days and then they're sort of at the next step walking between a couple of sorry the next frame they're walking between a couple of trees um patty says everybody and then the next the next uh, frame is uh, charlie and patty sitting behind like a small picket fence and looking at snoopy's doghouse yep. with, a, with a tv aerial <laughs> and a bone outside and then charlie brown's like uh-huh everybody um <laughs> and the, the, the reason why i sort of kind of think this is quite landmark is because this for me, this is this is like where we see the, the development of Snoopy's character going. Um, I guess I guess they like Schultz has touched on it a little bit with the, like you remember the the, the the scene with the glasses and yes. the one where he's wearing Chuck's um, Chuck's jumper. But yep, yep. this seems like a little bit more. This this feels like you know we're getting into. We, not only do we see his doghouse, we're going to be seeing soon. You know, like him on the, the roof. You know, at yep. some point in the next like two decades, whatever. Inventing stuff, sitting around, inventing stuff. But like this is him, like his house becoming this sort of his doghouse becoming this sort of thing. Absolutely. And so for, for me, it's just like a bit of a a bit of a bit of a moment. Yeah. Um, Who installed it? I don't know. <laughs> I bet he did. Yeah. Like he would know. Snoopy would know. Like this is the future Snoopy. This yeah. is the future Snoopy now. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I love it. The other thing, like this week, I was reading this like really weird book this week. Um, it's called, um, it's called "If on a Winter's Night a Traveller," and it's um, it's right. like it's kind of postmodern book. But in the book, I think it's like in one of the chapters. It's basically a book about books and a book okay. about readers. It's very, it's it's all like quite pretentious, but I did love it. Um, and there's this one chapter where um, it's it's a, a an excerpt from this author's diary, yep. um, and he's tormented. So in his in his writing room. He has a picture that was given to him, and it's a picture of Snoopy um, on his doghouse um, with his typewriter. Um, and this, so this one character in this kind of like, you know, this sort of postmodernist tale of 
writing and authors and that sort of thing like real highbrow stuff yes yeah he's this this, this guy he's tormented by a, a picture of snoopy because snoopy's able to sit there and write and this guy right. can't because okay. he, you know he's got um the tyranny of the empty page and all that yeah um so yeah that was um that was quite interesting i guess maybe that's why i had snoopy's doghouse in my in my head this week and that's why yeah, i kind of like, sure. like that one yeah 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 cool yeah what um, more have you got for us you talked about croquet chief yeah, I talked about croquet. Uh, let's look at a couple of these strips. So I think we get the first one on the 22nd, is it? And Charlie Brown, he's got another tongue. He's got a real satisfied tongue coming out of his mouth. Patty's in the background. He's swinging, he swung the mallet. And he's clonked the, his white ball onto a black ball. Now, someone's going to have to refresh my memory on the rules of croquet. Uh, yeah. you've got, I know you've got to get him through those, those hoops, those metal hoops, but you hit your ball onto another ball or you is it a cue ball like in snooker how does it work mate i have no idea and okay. i was gonna bring this up because i was like i have literally i don't get the joke here no i don't <laughs> because i just don't understand the rules of croquet no. and written for an american audience like yeah. i mean i always thought croquet was like a you know a sort of kind of game of the english gentry i yes. didn't realize yeah. that that so like i would have thought this would have been even a bigger stretch for yeah. well i'm not i'm not going to describe the strip not. I'm not going to no. describe the strip. I want the people that are listening to go and look it up. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, not desk doing the donkey work for you. But anyway, Patty <laughs> gets fuming with him. She's got the black cloud, the gritted teeth. Uh, anyway, in that one. So go and look up that strip and then tell me what it means. And then on the 28th of November, Snoopy's mind knows him own business, having a little sleep. Ears go up as a ball rolls past, chasing the ball. And you're like, wait a minute, that ball looks familiar. Oh, yes, yeah, a croquet ball. And it goes through a hoop. He goes through a hoop and then suddenly he's stuck. Although there looks to be a lot of wiggle room between his, his neck and the top of the hoop. So there is. So, there yeah. is. And there's another there's another indicator there of perhaps like a goal of the game of croquet. There's a stick that the ball's hit. Maybe that's I, I think that's the end. You have to get it through all the hoops, then make it hit the stick. Oh, is but, it? And okay. I think the hoops don't can go anywhere. At the start of a game, you just randomly stick them into your, into your lawn anywhere you want. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's a set pattern but I could be making that up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to desk research it straight after please this. Do, please do. Um, uh, I, I, I'm going to pick another strip that, that I want to talk yeah. about. Yep. And that is November the 27th. And this is Patty uh, on her own in the woods at the start. And she says, this would be a perfect <laughs> place to hide. I'm thinking, all oh, right, okay. So let's see if you're any better than Charlie Brown, shall we? Then panel two, <laughs> she's like, gee, it's getting dark and cold too. And you can see that Schultz is making an attempt to make it look darker. He's greyed out the background. He's darkened up the trees. Panel three, it's pitch black. Literally, there's a crescent moon in the sky. She has got the angry walk on her. Panel four, she looks like she's gone to Charlie Brown's house. He's come out in his PJs. She's gritted teeth. And he's like, will we play in hide and go seek? Question mark. Those PJs are classic. They're almost like silk, like silk yeah. PJs. He's got silk PJs. I love this because surely she must have won. Like if she was out there that long, yeah. like he's, he's not found her. I like, thought the idea you know. is to hide and not be found. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't be angry, well. Charlie Brown. She's no. done well there. Be happy with yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna. Um, you know, we we spoke about it. <laughs> so I've got I've got like one more observation, um, right. and then and then what, and then a few more strips to talk yeah. about. But it's like all strips under one umbrella. Um, so it's this is this one on the 21st of November. Right. So we've spoken a little bit about um, Charlie Brown's. Um, wardrobe this month yes, um, we have, yeah. and, he, and he's like you know this strip um it's basically the first the first one is patty inviting him over for dinner um and she says come early and bring a big appetite so yeah. charlie brown being snoopy says i came early and brought snoopy ah, as, ah as indicator that snoopy belongs to charlie brown yes 
Yes, yeah. more more evidence, Your yeah. Honour. Um, and um, and then the last one is like he's got the biggest appetite of anyone I know. And the first time I read this, I was like, I quite like that. It's quite nice. It's a you know a, a healthy dog, like loves its food. Um, yes. Reminds me of my dog. Blah blah blah. Um, and and it wasn't until I kind of I think read it for the third time, I was like. What in God's name is Chuck wearing <laughs> in that fourth frame? I mean, that is an. Inc- I mean, you said it could be a smoking jacket, and since you said that, I mean, I just thought it was a check shirt. But now that you yeah. said a smoking jacket, um, seeing that he's got like these kind of amazing silk pajamas, and yeah. he wears like a like a flat cap. Like, I mean, he looks like he's yeah. just walked out of a GQ model shoot. Isn't he? I mean, it's quite incredible. Um, that is, a, I mean, that is some shirt. I mean, I mean still, wears, still wears the shorts. But... Still wears the shorts. Very short legs, Charlie Brown. Uh, Very short legs. So, yeah, his outfit, those cowboy boots, this is incredible. I'm, I'm putting this up to a 7.5 this month. Wow, um, just because of the wardrobe. Just because of Charlie Brown's wardrobe. It's so diverse and it's so good. And yeah. he is catapulted now into, most definitely, <laughs> into my top 10 literary figures of all time. <laughs> I think he may end up one. I Honestly, uh, I think in, after 12 and a half years, he yeah. may end up one. I think or I'll so, be so, so sick of the bastard, he won't even crack the top 500. I, w- I want to know, to get into the top 10, he must have knocked someone out of the top 10, unless this is a very slow-forming top 10. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> slow-forming top 10. He's okay. in it uh, yeah. at the moment, probably with maybe Doc Brown from Back to the Future uh, and some other <laughs> people. That... I don't know. <laughs> I'll, tr- I'll aim that's my goal that's my desk research uh, yeah. my homework for this week is to formulate my top 10 literary characters wow there you go yeah, tune yeah, in yeah. next okay, week okay. when I probably won't have done it but when we also started a, new, started a new podcast yeah yeah. Well, I started a new podcast Parky will be on the end saying Chief where are you where are you no, I'm on a different <laughs> yeah. podcast and also recognition from Snoopy because he says smack smack uh, Snoopy's yeah. talking now because he knows he's there for dinner so he yeah. knows he can understand human words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he loves it. But, and I, I like the fact that in the background, well, I don't know if I like this or not. Actually, thinking about it, but um, that Patty has Charlie Brown's jacket and she's about to hang it out for him. Oh yeah, it's you're quite, right. You know, yeah. you know, as a host, it's always a good, always a good thing yeah. to do. So he's wearing. Yeah, you're right. Though. I suppose that does dismiss he's wearing a smoking jacket because he had his outside jacket on top of it. <laughs> he's wearing a smoking jacket <laughs> under an outside jacket. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is this is Pete Chuck. <laughs> this I is. Mean, this is <laughs> it don't get much better than this. This has gone up to an eight. It's eight it's out of ten now. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's eight out of ten. I'm writing it down. I love it. It's fact. Love it. Uh, right, you got another one. So yeah, yeah. So I've got one of the ones that are actually it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a little set of ones, and, and you brought it up at the start. Um, it's just this kind of there's a, a big there's four I think right um, strips this month where it's um, it's uh, the, sorry I've just did a massive lip smack there. It's uh, Charlie Brown with Patty and um, and um, Violet. Yep, and it's mostly Violet and Patty chatting to each other, and Charlie Brown is interacting them with them in different ways, yes. and it's bringing about different sort of reactions. But mostly, it's about Charlie Brown kind of almost playing Mister Hard to Get in a lot of these, yep. um, and then and Violet and Patty realizing how much they really like Charlie Brown. So just so just to kind of um, to to go in with an example. So the first, yeah, um, the, it's not the first one of the month, but it's the first one I sort of kind of I noted right. um, when I was like oh this is the third time this has happened so it's the 23rd of November yep we've got Patty and Violet chatting um, Patty and Violet chatting to each other Charlie Brown's there he's got like a he's got like a sort of Roger Moore yeah yeah, um, serious really serious eyebrow with a raised yeah. one like he's like you know what are they talking about and well I'm going to tell you what they're talking about Charlie Brown because yeah. um, Vi- uh, Patty says we're going to have a party Charlie Brown 
but we're not going to invite you. Um, so Charlie Brown walks off with his hands in his pockets, and he's like, what do I care? I don't want to go to your old party anyway. Yep. And then Patty and Violet are really concerned. They're like, I wonder if he really meant that. I think he did. Uh, and then at the end, Patty says to Violet, well, in that case, maybe we'd better invite him. Yep. I love it. Chuck, Chuck has got the measure of them. Um, sure. Cause there's, and let's go to another one, um, 16th of November. Uh, and it's um, Violet and Patty again, the first the first frame. And they're, they look like they're playing cutouts. They're, they're doing like kind of, some yeah, kind of paper, paper cutouts. Some yeah. Pa- like paper dolls or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Violet's like, here comes Charlie Brown. And then um, Patty's like, oh, let's, let's ignore him. Pretend you don't see him. So they're kind of, uh, so the next one, Charlie Brown's walking past with a massive smile on his face and he's like whistling um, and Violet and uh, Violet and Patty are in the background with a question mark and yep. then Violet's like, he went right by um, and they're like, well, how about that? And it's like, who do you think, who does he think he is? And I love it. I love it. He's like, I don't care. Like, you know, hard to get. You, you're going to come to Chuck. Chuck you doesn't go it. to you yep. anymore. Yep. Um, and there's, there's two others, um, on 30th of November and the 10th of November. So, um, for listeners, if you want to, um, if you want to kind of, yeah, look, look at those, there's some, yeah. So just some great kind of interactions there, I thought, yeah, um, sure. there's a lot less Shermie in this month, I think. There's a, a, a less Schroeder, although Schroeder's sort of still quite a significant character now. Yeah. One of my favourite ones is when he gets the Beethoven bust. On the 26th, um, at the on end, the 26th. he's got that massive Beethoven bust on his yeah. piano, which must, his piano must be reinforced steel or something. <laughs> that is a, for, although Charlie Brown's lifting the parcel, so the Beethoven bust can't be that heavy, I guess. No, no, I wonder what it's made of. Maybe fiberglass. Mm. I don't know. Was that a thing back then? I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> November 1951. Yes. God, we're almost in 1952, Chief. Where's the oh, time going? Incredible scenes. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. love it. I think love we it. think we might might make it. I think we might make it to 12. 12 and a half years, after, okay. After doing, after doing this for two months, I reckon we might make it for 12 years. <laughs> well, how long will we be doing this? This is, th- this is episode, episode 13. 14. 14, so that's yep. three and a half months. Yep. That's pretty decent. Well, not bad, not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's three months longer than I thought it would last. <laughs> that's what my mate said. He said your last six episodes, Max. Is it? So two fingers uh, up to you, Ben Flying Retro. Yes, yeah, Ben Flying Retro. Um, but Ben, please do email in and let us know what your next, um, your next. Uh, He's not listening. Prediction your next, is. Uh, prediction is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get past that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, there you go. That was uh, that was fun, Parky. That was a good one. Uh, it went a from one. a seven all the way up to an eight by the end of the episode, which is what I, I love like. it. I love it. And just, just actually, while I'm while, uh, while I'm on air, <laughs> I was um, I was coming back from work last Thursday. And normally, when I'm I'm coming back from work on the train, so if I got to London once a week, I'll um, I'll do a yep. bit of work. I'll do a bit of work on the train. But like, I I brought my Charlie Brown book with me. I brought the Peanuts book, um, and just decided to read it. And I read it from from St Pancras all the way to I think Ashford International. Wow. Um, and I got four months in, and I I just yeah I can't actually sort of describe some of the absolute butte that is coming up over the next wow. few months so, so you're deep you've gone, you're deep deep undercover you've gone deep undercover you've gone <laughs> into like february 20 1952 oh i went to like may i think all oh, right wow yeah i had a real i missed so much our oh, chief and we're gonna we're about to hit the seven days a week peanuts ah interesting yeah, we're not we're not far away okay. um that is coming up then we get so, some yeah. slightly bigger sunday strips i think do we yeah, we get the bigger Sunday strip, so that's the end. Yeah, we get one of those, um, one of those a week. Um, yeah, Lucy comes in. There's right. just over the next few months. There's just some great, great stuff happening. Okay, wow, wow. You don't yeah. want to miss that, people. I don't want to miss no, it. No, so the best no. thing to do is grab that book, those Canongate, lovely Canongate books, or head over to 
gocomics.com slash peanuts where you can read all the strips for free and then head over to our show which generally drops every Tuesday at 7am if I can get the edit done in time and and catch up with all the goodness with uh, the Chief Dog and the Parkinson so I guess without uh, more any more to say it's uh, goodbye from me it's goodbye from Parky take care Chief see you later good grief Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us. Charles Schultz was a man with a vision. Drawing comic strips was his mission. And Peanuts soon became a newspaper thing. So hot, harder than a chicken wing. It's all about little kids and the hijinks. We're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse. So grab a drink and some chocolate sprinkled donuts. We're gonna talk about this strip called Peanuts. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.